think about the nature of social media and you're about to go do your thing, you're about to start your whatever, whatever your right. passion project is. And someone's like, it'll never work. Or there's naysayers all over the world. Even if they're family members, just take a step back and look at how happy their life is and then decide how much you want to take that advice. This is Jared Easley, star of The Doubts. I've got James Van Pruyen with me. He's my co-host today, but we're hanging out with Michael O'Neill. Michael O'Neill is here in Orlando. Michael, welcome. Hey, Jared. It's a pleasure to get a chance to chat. And first of all, I just want to hear what's new with Michael O'Neill. <laughs> well, it's been fun. First of all, being here at PodFest, we're in uh, Orlando, and I've met a ton of people that I didn't know like that weren't in my world. You know what I mean? It was, these are people that are new podcasters or people that weren't in my little niche of podcasting. So that's been really fun. I've just literally yesterday launched a new podcast called Beginner Audiophile. It's totally a niche-based, I don't care if seven people listen to it kind of show because we get to, I'm a nerd about like stereo audio gear and the Brown Santa, otherwise known as the UPS guy, keeps bringing me audio gear that I get to play with. And then sometimes I don't have to send it back. And that's super fun. And then hobby-wise, I'm making a tool bag that I hope is going to be a Kickstarter campaign. So that's what's new in my world. So Michael O'Neill, thank you. It was really nice meeting you. And I appreciate that you've come to this conference. And I want to ask you, I talked a few minutes yesterday about you were saying, I sat down and you said you were starting an audio podcast. So I took that to mean that you kind of had a, a high-end audio yeah. podcast. Yeah. So could you kind of speak to a little bit of why you think that's important? I'm, I'm a newer podcaster. I don't have a radio background. I don't have a, a media background at all. So um, I was definitely intrigued by that and wanting to know more. Could you kind of speak to why it is you launched that podcast yesterday and yeah. what kind of drove that? So this has, to clarify, this has nothing to do with podcasting or gear or anything. This is pure old school, you know, 70s, early 80s, listening to an album with a friend or, you know, and just getting the, I'm a musician. So getting the narrative of whatever the musicians intended for that. And I don't know when the last time I'll pitch it back to you, Jared. When's the last time you listened to an album wire to wire? Like just sat and listened to it. No, it hasn't been recent. Yep. It was at least 10 years for me. Yeah, so I'm a playlist when, person. When MP3s came out, you know, I think 10 years ago, not even, it's been what, 15 years? To, to early 2000s. We all started this singles kind of, you know, download a song if we like it kind of deal. I had the experience of going to uh, a friend of mine's house who I'd heard had this legendary audio system. And this was like five, six years ago. And when I got to his house, he was on the phone in the driveway and he sort of said, oh, you know, just go on in. And so I walk into his house and he's got these beautiful speakers, beautiful furniture grade bookshelf speakers sitting on these nice stands, amplifiers. And of course, I'm Googling, you know, how much does this stuff all cost? And the speakers were like 14 grand and the amps were six grand. The whole thing was about $60,000 for this two speaker system. And I was like, wow, I can't wait to hear this. I don't, I don't know anything about this world. So I walk in, I say, Matt, man, this is beautiful. I can't wait to hear your system. Without breaking stride, he goes, that's not the system. That's the kitchen. It's downstairs. <laughs> so I go downstairs and I'm now introduced to this crazy world where he has this he has a pair of speakers that cost $107,000, YG Acoustic Sonya's, 
$20,000. He's anyway, $350,000 worth of gear to listen to music. And I was like, what in the world is this? And that began my little rabbit hole because I started going to their conferences and going, wait a second, that sounded great, but I can get you there for way less money. And that became the fascinating part. Like, what can someone who doesn't know anything about this world, what can they buy or what can they do to get a huge impact without spending a ton of money? And so last, I don't know, June or so, I came up with this brand called Beginner Audiophile. And I've recorded a few shows with a co-host of mine that's further down the rabbit hole than I am. And finally yesterday, I just said, forget it. I'm going to launch this thing. And I just went to over to the Blueberry booth and said, what's the deal with your hosting? And I bought their $12 hosting, edited three shows right here, ah. made their little website, launched it. It was live on iTunes by the next couple of hours. Went to my show, went to my uh, Facebook and said, hey, would you guys mind if you have an iOS device? You don't have to listen, but just click subscribe. And all of a sudden, there I am. Like, I got a show. So that was yesterday. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I want to slightly shift gears. Uh, Let's I, do know, I know you have a uh, tremendous passion for music. And yeah. so I was curious if there's a classic rock song that sticks out to you that you could use as a parallel to your entrepreneurship journey. Ooh, that's a fantastic question. Um, <laughs> and if there's more than one, we can live with that too. And, and then maybe a short wow. reason why. Yeah. Wow. That is a great, uh, the parallel of entrepreneurship is the, is the tough connection. I got to think about maybe like Bon Jovi, Dead or Alive. Won't it? Kind of. There's something about it. I have to think about the music side of it a little bit. There's a song I always go to to reset. Actually, no. Actually, I'll give you, I'll give you two that I really like. There's a, I met a guy about a month ago at a conference, and it was a music conference, and I said, you know, wh- who did you play with? And without any effort or any attempt to brag, he said, Pink Floyd. And I said, oh, I've heard of them. And he played with Pink Floyd for eight years. I mean, really in their prime, uh, Super Tramp and Toto. And there was a, I had him on my podcast a week later, and we talked about this concept called the serious moment. And that's the moment where I've only, and I have out of my whole music collection, I only have two songs that have this. And what it requires is a virtuoso. You need someone who's not going to be in a hurry to do the solo. So they can show you chops, but they won't for a while. Then you have to have a band that is very open and letting them kind of have the runway to do it. And then the environment. So the solo starts, the guy is just easing into this thing. And then every four bars, every couple of measures, it goes up a notch in intensity and intensity, intensity. And at some point as a drummer, like I am, there's a thing where, you know, this is cool and we're, he's, we're rocking it. And then all of a sudden we look around and go, oh, this is happening. Like this is, then it gets real. And I asked this guy, Scott Page, sax player, Pink Floyd, have you ever experienced that? And he said, out of literally 7,000 shows, maybe five times has that happened. Where this is, and it's a thing where it's game on. Now it's game on. And that to me reminds me of entrepreneurship. You can muck around a bit. You can kind of do your thing. But at some point, you're going to go, you know what? I'm going to shut off Facebook for a second. I'm going to turn my phone on, do not disturb. I'm going to crush on this thing for three days. And I'm going to have a thing. And that's, required, I think, for success. You have to be able to turn off those distractions for a bit and then go, I'm going to nail this thing. And then when you do and you come out on the other side, you might be a little war torn, but you go check it out. I launched a podcast yesterday and now I have a thing. And that to me is the biggest connection. (laughs) 
so haven't not really known a whole lot about you until the last couple of days. Haven't seen you today in your keynote. I want to say a couple of things stand out. Love that you have a certain level of here. Let's get better collectively as podcasters. Let's interview better. So I want to commend you for you know not just being content with mediocrity. Obviously, you've proven that you take action. Yesterday, you figured out a way really quick, even though your experience is in an area you may not be as familiar with, and you just made it happen again yesterday. That's probably a characteristic of yours. I want to say that's awesome from my perspective of watching you the last couple of days. Thanks, man. And uh, I want to take a... So if someone out there is listening and they want to... What's the best way for them to kind of reach out to you or, or know more about you? So can I quickly clarify something you just said before I, I dish on that? So I love love podcasting. I love it. It's a thing that I, it's one of those things that in our lives, if we're lucky enough to find a thing that we're good at and that people are affected in a positive way by it, it's one of the great gifts. And I didn't know anything about podcasting four years ago. And all, now it's all I do. And I, I love the art of it. I think that still in an overarching way, it's the way for people to be able to, to spread a super positive message with very little barrier to entry. So I want everybody to be better at it, not only because then it helps their lives, but selfishly, because I love the industry and I want it to grow and I want to continue to make a living from it. And the, the, the worse people are, people turn on a podcast for the very first time and they hear someone that has bad audio quality or not good interview skills and they go, oh, this is what podcasting is? No thanks. And that's one less subscriber that we all have access to. Because I can look on my phone now and see 25 shows I'm subscribed to. So we all lose when we're not good at this as a collective you know, group. So I want everybody to be better at podcasting. I have My website is called the Solopreneur Hour, but no one can spell preneur. So I just tell everyone to go to solohour.com. And then I'm solo hour on all the, the social medias as well. Awesome. I love that, Michael. And, and I think that's of course, how you feel. And I, I believe maybe a little humility. I mean, I think your character comes through to me when I hear that. I think that's probably, or not probably, that's the case. But also I do want to say thank you for that. And I think it's, it's kind of your background. And I want to go back to the drumming. So I heard, I want to be a drummer. I like to go back to the drumming. At some point. But Wait, you want to be a drummer, a surfer, and a podcast? So those three I things be I learned man, in the and last I'm only 40 24 and I got, hours. I got time left. You got the hair for all three. Thank so. you. And so what I want to ask you is kind of similar to his question, but if you could play with one band. Sting, unquestionably. And what song? Good question. Wow. The song I would probably want to play with him, I can't play that well. Um, It's called Seven Days. It's in 5-4. Yeah, there's a couple. I'd have to pick an easy one. If If he called me on stage, like just happened to me at NAMM a week ago, some band guy just said, come play with us. It would have to be like some easy tune from 10 summoners tales or something i don't know <laughs> something i could something like oh you know what it's probably me would be great but which is the last song in 10 summoners tales it's kind of a cool shuffle and, and fun to play all right uh, i'm you. gonna flip it just just for a moment to james james where can people learn more about you so the easiest way is i can be found on all social media at james van proyan and also j-a-m-e-s-v-a-n-p-r-o-o-y-e-n and also, I launched the Military Podcast Network recently. So if you go to militarypodcastnetwork.com, you can find out all my information there. Outstanding. And then, uh, of course, we'll go back to you, Mike. We always like to end with final thoughts. So do you have a final thought? Never take advice from broke, unhappy people. 
Uh, is there a story to that? Well, be. <laughs> think about this. Think about the nature of social media. And you're about to go do your thing. You're about to start your whatever, whatever your right. passion project is. And someone's like, it'll never work. Or there's naysayers all over the world. Even if they're family members, just take a step back and look at how happy their life is and then decide how much you want to take that advice. Well said. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jared. 